It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Forgot the month real quick there, but That's here we fine. go. Minor details. Here we go. Um, I'm off for the next couple days. Was planning to do this hike with my buddies from Saskatchewan. This is the hike that I've tried to do the last two years in a row. Carnarvon Lake, it's called. Yeah. And we were going to hike up and spend the night up by the lake and then come back the next day. So the first year we tried to do this, uh, I had to get a COVID test and couldn't go. Last year, my buddy and I took a wrong turn and didn't actually get to the lake, had to abort the hike and come home. Mm -hmm. And then this year, I'm hearing now there's a river crossing involved, and I'm hearing that the water is too high and fast to cross. So... I don't think it's meant to be at this point. No. I just don't, yeah. Like, if you believe in guardian angels, maybe my death is waiting for me up there on this hike or something. Yeah, you're know. about to get final destination <laughs> if you go to go on that hike, so maybe maybe don't. So I'll come up with a different plan, maybe a different hike that doesn't involve crossing water, or I don't know. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out, out, but disappointing. That's too bad. Yeah, Crap. yeah, just not working out. No. Um, you're on your own the next couple days, and then yeah. it's Canada Day? Yes. As of right now, the weather looks very good in Calgary for Canada Day, which is, if, if you get a nice Canada Day, that's such a, a such a big win. That's all you want. It's yeah. really the, the, the holiday you want to be the best. I would agree. I think. Yeah. yeah, it's probably the best long weekend of the whole year. Yeah. So that's the one that you want to be really nice. Ah, August long is nice too. It is. Good one too. But you're already getting into the cooler weather and shorter days in August, where this is prime time summer here. On today's show, we're going to talk about... Uh, suggested YouTube videos. Got an etymology request from a friend of the show. Shauna got an ad for something that is way more expensive than it should be. Yeah. What the truck of rock lyrics are. A celebrity is going to be making an appearance during Stampede here in Calgary. And we're not really sure what the, what the draw is. John Cherry makes an appearance. A friend of Shauna's made a big mistake at a car wash just recently. Mm -hmm. First, your out of context clip of the show. I I'm don't understand. Mm, oh no, now I'm too cold. Guys, oh, like, help, help me. Jeez. I'm too cold now. Well, move from the. No! The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got a message from a friend of the show, Carly, with a piece of soft news from Vancouver. Soft, very soft. Oh, good. Yes. I always love this. I believe she lives on Vancouver Island, but she said there was a heat warning there yesterday as the temperature hit 29 degrees or so. I saw this. Yeah. And they were warned to, quote, be careful how long you stay in the ocean or lakes due to hypothermia. Hmm. What? So it's so hot like, that people are going to the lakes to cool off. And then getting too cold and suffering hypothermia. Okay. So it's 29 degrees. You're like, man, it's scorching out here. I need to cool off. And then you get in the lake and you get too cold. <laughs> like when you, when you get cold, you, just, you come you come back out. You exit the yeah. lake. <laughs> it's this so like, hard to figure out. How, how hot are you? You're so hot that you can't tell when it's time to get out of the water because you're you're becoming hypothermic. Like what? What? Mm -hmm. I I'm don't hot. understand. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Now I'm too cold. Oh, Guys, like... help! Help me! Jeez! I'm too cold now. Well, move from the no. Gotta stay here. Come on, Vancouver! Like regulate your body temperature. Also, this is hilarious. But I was watching the news last night, and they were talking about the heat warning in Vancouver, and they were like. 
I forget the exact wording, but it was basically like their threshold for a heat warning is quite a bit lower than ours here in Calgary. And I wanted to record it because I was like, we talk about this all the time. Even like, here in Calgary. And we're soft when it comes we're to soft heat. too. Right? But they're softer. And so soft that they don't know when to get out of the water. Like oh children, children know how to do this. Yes. I'm cold. I'm going to get out of the water yep. now. You take a towel <laughs> and you wrap it around yourself and you get out of there. Towel your soft ass off oh and you'll feel better. DNS in 20 minutes or less. A friend of mine was telling me about a, a whoopsie poopsie that he encountered recently. I was thinking actually whoopsie poopsies could potentially become a recurring bit, by the way. A whoopsie poopsie. A whoopsie poopsie. Uh, so I guess he was in the car wash and the line was pretty long. And he was the third in line. And the woman up front, she put her car on the track and then got out of her vehicle, typed in the code, and then just stood there and continued to stand there as the message came up to put the car in neutral, and she waited, and what she thought was that the track would then just take her vehicle through the car wash, and she would go around the other side and pick it up. She didn't know that she goes with it? She didn't know that she was supposed to go with it. Okay. So I guess as all this was happening, the woman after her then started yelling at her and was like you need you need to get in your vehicle ma'am and put it in neutral like you've got to and then i guess she went up and she hit the call button to get the guy out to explain to this woman how the car wash worked and i guess everybody was kind of giving her judging eyes from that part going forward in fairness to her though if you've never done it this is what i was thinking like my friend was making fun of her quite heavily and i was like you know a, a car wash is kind of an intimidating thing if you've never been in a car wash before how the hell would you know how to do it yeah not to mention if you look at the box and you see all the crazy things going on in there and you're like i'm supposed to sit in my vehicle <laughs> while all that's happening yeah i understand how she could think that yeah. you don't go with it yeah so, so i mean i guess you we shouldn't judge oh, still embarrassing yeah but, yeah very embarrassing i know and to, to be honest if that was me and i'd never done it before i think i'd maybe try and ask somebody be like how exactly does one do this rather than just get to the front there and go well let's figure this one out i get out right this is how i do this uh but i was laughing because yesterday i was talking to you about the wand wash car wash mm -hmm. and i was i was asking you you know kind of how to how to do that because i've never done a wand wash before uh you always go to the automatics i always go to the automatics because i just can't be bothered and to be fair i've never had a car i've cared enough about until now uh but i was like how do you, you do this because it's the same thing i i just imagine people lining up behind me and then me not doing something right not knowing how to do it people being like okay come on woman it is it is high pressure like when there's a lineup and if someone's farting around in there I don't think you're I like do it. come on man people yeah. people are waiting nope so. nope i'd have to go at a time when there's no lineup <laughs> and nobody was there judging eyes behind because i wouldn't want to be this woman like take my vehicle now jesus oh. take the wheel <laughs> Get up on the other side. Okay. I had a whoopsie poopsie recently. Can I share this one? Yeah, please. Okay, so I got a membership at a new gym. I'm still working out at MNP over here, but I also got a membership at a gym closer to my house for the weekends and stuff. And they do things a little differently at this gym. So I was looking around for a spray bottle and a cloth to wipe down the equipment when I was done with it. And I was like, oh, there don't seem to be many around here. Right. And it all just happened that all the ones that were out on the floor were like really close to where somebody was working out. And I was like, well, I don't really want to go like right up and yeah. take the bottle that close to them when they're working. But I was like, I got to wipe this down somehow. So I went and I just took one from a guy and he gave me this weird look. And I was like, that was weird. And then I went and did it again for the next piece of equipment that I used. And I was like, do you mind if I take this and the woman's like uh okay and then it turns out that everyone's supposed to have their own bottle say. and cloth at this gym yeah and i was just going around taking people's right and also i'm brand new at the gym yeah. so 
I I was mortified, and I don't know if I can go back there now. Again, though, like you'd think somebody would give you the heads up, especially if you were clearly yes. new and clearly didn't know. Instead of just being like, uh, yeah, you could just nicely say, oh, actually, like everybody gets their own, so you can just go grab your own. <laughs> Might have been my fault though, because I, re- I I declined the tour of the gym. Oh, maybe I like. Oh, okay. I kind of big dog. I, I know, I know how to gym. Like, I've been in a gym before. I know how the gym works. But I'd never, I'd never been in one where you're responsible for your own bottle before. Generally, there are communal bottles. Yep. And uh, they were punishing you. Yep. They were punishing you for being all high and mighty for about being, their gym for tour. Trying to big dog the gym. That's mm, right. Big so, dog me, are you? Yeah, I think uh, uh, my reputation is ruined there. Okay, so you might as well cancel that membership then. <laughs> Yep. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We've been talking a lot about the rising costs of various things. And we have. Reading this article yesterday about how pricey weddings are getting. Because there's an absolute boom of weddings happening right now. It was all the people. Makes how sense. many are you going to this summer? Seven. Seven. I've already been to two, though, so five left. This is insane, but it's all the people who didn't get married the last two years because of COVID, yep. plus the people who would have gotten married this year anyway. So you have like twice the number of people or more who are all getting married, totally. all competing for the same wedding resources this year. So, yeah. like, venues, of course, is a big one, but I guess bridal gowns are picked over right now. said, like, flower suppliers are having a hard time keeping up because flowers only grow so fast. Right. All this kind of stuff. So these costs are going up, too. As if weddings weren't expensive enough to begin with. <laughs> yeah. No, throw, throw a few more bucks on that. But um, this article was it's centered on this one couple from Newmarket, Ontario, and they had to move their wedding from a $30,000 golf course venue to a $4,000 community hall. And they said they had, like one of them had picked up a second job to pay for this wedding, and the maid of honor had started a GoFundMe to pay oh, for the wedding. crap. And it was all for their, like what they wanted is their dream wedding, and then they eventually decided it cost too much. Wow. I was like, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think a second job and a GoFundMe to pay for a dream wedding is crazy that's that's nuts i mean we've talked about this before it's not my cup of tea to spend money on something like this like not not a chance in hell no i'm sorry you're gonna work a second job for one night for one night i mean you know what it's their money yeah fine if that's important to you and you want to get a second job and work that hard to blow it on one night sure i'll take a few vacations with that money please thank you but like the gofundme i was like who is donating to this gofundme if you're invited the wedding is already going to cost you money, right? Yep. Between the gift and an mm-hmm. outfit and travel maybe and a hotel and all that stuff. And if you're not invited, well, then you're probably not donating. No. Are you going to donate to the GoFundMe for a wedding that you're not invited to? Oh, I just love weddings. <laughs> I'm going to go donate to all these weddings. Like, that's, that's not like, going to happen. It sounds like y'all can't afford it. Pick somewhere else, which yeah. is what they eventually did. But, like, Man. color me surprised that their GoFundMe didn't reach its goal. Shocking. <laughs> Really? Like, what do they expect? Is there wedding fairies that they just, oh, yeah, somebody who loves weddings is just going to donate to this? Some benefactor who, yeah, oh loves weddings. $15,000 for your GoFundMe. The anonymous go. wedding fairy came and gave <laughs> us our wedding money. Yeah, that's not how that works. Nope, you're right. According to this article, the average cost of a wedding in Canada is $38,000 right now. So oh, it's not even like this couple is that unusual. They nope. weren't that far off. It's just mm-hmm. that, you know. Maybe they didn't have the money lying around that some think people do to pay for Think of the vacations you could go on with that money. Think of the vehicle you can buy for that. Like, 
I'm going to host a party in my backyard, have a barbecue, and then we're going to use that money toward vacations. Cool? And I will be there, Shona. Okay, great. If I'm invited, that is. I don't know. I'm kind of getting ahead we'll of see. myself here. Still up on, <laughs> still on the air on that one. BNS in 20 minutes or less. A friend of mine posted this photo of his two kids yesterday, and in the background, they were out at this like nice street festival, and in the background, there's a dude with his giant gut just hanging out there, like shirt off. Just a giant Dunlop hanging out in the background of this photo. And it's it's one of the funniest photo bombs I have ever seen. <laughs> and this guy is so perfectly stationed back there. Like his hands were on his waist and he's really leaning it out. Like really <laughs> showing that paunch. And I was like... I wonder if he's doing that intentionally. That's hilarious if he was. Like, can you imagine? You just, this is what you do all summer long is you take your shirts off and then you you go to these different festivals outdoors and you try and photobomb people with your giant gut. Just look for cameras. All right, I better get my cheeseburger locker in this one. Right? You just hang out by the mascots that you know all the kids want photos with and you just wait and it's, oh, it was right at the edge of the photo too. It's like smiling kids with the Mickey Mouse, and then here's your giant paunch right in the back there. Just your giant tire. No, I'm busy this weekend. I'm gutting down at the Children's Festival. Sorry. Big weekend of gutting in people's oh photos. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just working on my bread basket here. I'm just going to stick, stick in all the kids' photos. You know what that kind of reminds me of is years and years ago, my buddy went to China back when it, I think it, when it wasn't quite as sketchy to go to China. Right. And... He came back with these photos. The only photos he took there was him doing the crane kick on diff- the crane kick pose from Karate Kid on different Chinese monuments, oh which number God. one isn't even the right culture. Nope. And, and two, a little sensitive. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. And two, in in Asia, when when guys get too hot, they won't take their shirts off. They'll just roll them up and let their gut hang out. Interesting. So. He has like an album full of photos of just random Chinese men with their guts hanging out. Like they have their shirts rolled up and their guts just hanging out. Like, you know, extremities get hot and cold. Yeah, Not, you don't, you don't shed gut. heat out your gut. Like what? Wh- out of your head and your armpits and stuff. Maybe That's you what... do. All, is it, maybe you do. Do you <laughs> escape a lot of heat out of your gut? Maybe it goes through your belly button. If your belly button's covered, it's like, oh, that's getting hot. You got to lift that up and just let the <laughs> radiate and heat off your boiler. It's very odd. It's, it's not really how it works, but I guess all over Asia, that's how men cool off. They, Interesting. They just roll their shirts up, Show which is hilarious. Your... This photo of all these like oh my God. Chinese dudes who are way too hot, sweating with their guts out. Here's my Dunlop so, right think, for everybody to see. I think we got to bring that here this summer. Yeah. Like someone would say something, wouldn't they? If I was just standing there with my shirt rolled up and my gut hanging out. Well, why don't you just kill, get two birds stoned at once here and you do that and you go into people's photos and start <laughs> photobombing the kids, okay? What's with that guy in the back? What is he doing? <laughs> His gut is, my God. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So after the Avs won the cup. Nathan McKinnon said he expects his friend Sidney Crosby to be the drunkest guy at his Stanley Cup party. Which is so funny to me. Because McKinnon said he has been the drunkest guy at two of Sidney Crosby's Stanley Cup parties. Oh, okay. So there you go. They're buddies from back in in Halifax, I guess. And uh, there's a bit of an age gap between the two of them, but I guess they they become good friends. And McKinnon even called Sidney Crosby before game six, I guess, to ask for some advice. That's awesome. He said he thought it was a good sign because... When he checked into his hotel room in Tampa, it ended in an 8-7, his, his number, his room number. So oh. he's like, well, we're going to win tonight. That's a sign. So, yeah, there you go. They're pretty close. But, I mean, the thought of those two guys just getting 
absolutely liquored Licky-pooed. up with the Stanley Cup there is pretty funny. <laughs> you know who would be so cranked about that? Oh, yeah. Oh. Scott Nathan McKinnon and Cindy Crosby, good Canadian boys out of Cole Harbor getting all liquored up, and you'll love to see it. Well, Don, they're, they're also role models for aspiring hockey players. Remember that. Uh, don't tell me you've never put back too many Labatt Blue taking your shirt off. I admit I've made some mistakes in the past, Don. Uh, all I know is hockey players are the best people among us, and they can do whatever they want. Get drunk, get a little handsy. No, that's not how this works, Don. The, the laws and rules still apply. Uh, support that chumps. Let's go. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was just reading that Rip from Yellowstone is going to be at Cowboys during Stampede. Did you see this? No. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I love Yellowstone, and uh, he's going to be there. So you can go and, I guess, meet Rip. And Although, I have to be honest, I find that a bit odd. Because his, his real name is Kohlhauser, mm-hmm. right? And he's an actor. Yep. But, of course, anybody wanting to go see him wants to see Rip. Like right. They're, they're <laughs> not there to meet Cole. Like, if Rip were to show up in... A collared shirt and skinny jeans, and was like, "Hi, I'm Cole." Everybody be like, "No, this what the right. frig is this?" Where's like, your Yellowstone jacket exactly. and black cowboy? Where's hat? your badass cowboy <laughs> thing going on here? This is not what I want to see. So it's a very strange thing to me. Like, but does he have to be in character then? Like, does that mean he is going to be coming as Rip? But that'd be weird too, right? It is very strange with actors because I mean. They are just, you're like you said they're playing a character. It's yeah. not they are not the character. No. The char- they're they're someone else. I mean it's a bit different if you're an established actor and people know you in several different roles, right? Like if Tom Cruise were to show up, you wouldn't necessarily want him to be exactly I don't know, Maverick, you know? People like, want to meet Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. But when it comes to somebody like this who we we really only know as Rip, right? Yeah, I mean he's had some other roles too, but not that I could name off the top of my head. It's that, definitely his most notable one. And again, people who are going to see him at Cowboys want to to meet Rip. Yes. Even his name, like, <laughs> "Hi, I'm Cole." Everybody like, Mm-mm. Like Cole Hauser is not nearly <laughs> that's, that's as badass a good country as Rip. Name. No, I just rip from Yellowstone is just that's still better, right? It's even like when actors die and the way people talk about them, it's like they are the character. Yeah. That's even Oh my weirder. god, this person died. I love them as so and so. It's like, yeah, but they were they had a whole other thing. That yeah. was like one that was like six months of their life where they shot this and then yeah. they were this other person. It's like bubbles. So, like have you ever met bubbles from Trailer Park Boys? That's interesting too, when like the actor, especially comedic actors, when they kind of Go in character, right? Yes. And they go out in the world in character. I only kind know of- him as Bubbles. I've only seen him be Bubbles. I don't know what he's like <laughs> in real life. And he, I'm sure he's totally different, right? But we don't know that. Or like Terry from Fubar, Yes. Where you kind of like become the character, yeah. right? Which is also so, terrifying. Yeah. Like, does he even know who he really is I, anymore? That's a good question. I don't know. Is don't Bubbles know. just Bubbles permanently now? Are <laughs> his eyes all frigged up? Yeah. Maybe Rip will know. be that way too. Maybe he's just going to permanently be Rip from this point on, but not Cole be, Hauser. That would be super weird. Yeah, because like <laughs> really weird. Rip is a character that was written by somebody else, yes. and he's speaking lines that mm-hmm. were written probably by somebody else. And he's got a bit of a, a cowboy drawl, which who knows if he has in real life? I don't know. Well, be weird. Super. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> you think it'd be disappointing? I. You're not Rip. I. You're yes. Cole. Again, if you showed up, tight skinny jeans, collar shirt, and said, hey, I'm Cole, you'll be like, get out. Get your ass out of here. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Last week on the show, we were talking about uh, all the instances of 
country singers saying truck weird. Truck. Put together that truck yep. super cut. I won't play the full thing for you again, but just. Truck, 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 truck. Oh, it's my favorite. It's still my favorite. Just unbelievable. Um, and then yeah. you joked yesterday about uh, how they ran out of beer at the Garth Brooks concert up in Edmonton. And you said, how do you run out of beer at a show in a genre where most of the songs are about beer? Yes. It's a good point. Like there's, I mean, that's what it, country and beer. It's a thing. Like all, they talk about it all. The, These are the classic has songs yeah. that have like are, their titles have beer in it. Yes, beer run. <laughs> These are the classic country music tropes: yes. trucks, beer, jeans so tight that they appear to be painted on. Mm-hmm. These are the, the the lyrics that come up again and again. Yeah. But I was trying to think, like, what would the truck of like rock and roll be? What well, would be the most like overused rock lyric? I mean, anything to do with drugs or sex. Okay. I mean, there is the cliche, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, we, there's all kinds of songs written about drugs. We were talking recently about the they word don't say baby. Like that, yeah. And how people don't say baby nearly as much as they do in song. But like, that's more of a pop one, I think, than rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so maybe we'll expand it to that, too. Like, what? yeah. Because, I mean, with the music we play can't, I don't think, can fit squarely in the box of rock and roll. No. But, yeah. Baby like, is very overused, for sure. I've always thought the combinations of lyrics like, I want you, I need you, how yep. those always come together, mm-hmm. or you can't run, you can't hide. Yep. Those two, like, Anything super about, cliche at this point. Like being wild and free. Wild and free. Those both, are ones, yep. Both wild and free. I am wild, both, yes, both of them. Wild and Wild free. and free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, would these be the... the tr- uh, what about tonight? Tonight is a big one. I mean, I, nothing ever happens during the day in rock songs. <laughs> it's always at night, which I guess suppose works with the rock star lifestyle, but you never hear about things not ha- happening in the day. You're right. Day doesn't even exist. It does, does not. It? it is only does tonight. It? Maybe unless it's in the sense of tomorrow, but we're kind of to assume even that it's then, tomorrow night. It's tomorrow it? night. Like, yeah. All rock music is written in perpetual darkness. Yes. They all, they all live at the North Pole yep. in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. <laughs> okay, maybe it's so today. Maybe thing. that's it. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I just realized today is the 1200th episode of this podcast. Oh, that's a nice round number. Sure is, give or take, uh, considering that I think we've labeled some of them incorrectly. Right. But officially, the 1200th episode. That's exciting. Um. So, do you remember back for one the 1,000th episode, my friends wrote that song about mm-hmm. the podcast? Yeah. So, these are the guys that I'm going hiking with this weekend. So, I figured since it's the 1,200th episode and then we're doing that this weekend, maybe I'll play that song for you again here. Yeah, that sounds good. One, two, three. It's BNS in 20 minutes or less. We hope you're having a real good time. Yeah, it's BNS, man. They're Calgary's best. Well, Don Cherry, Bucking Pat, and a Rage of Scarlet is where it's at. We always love to hear McKenna's news. They always seem to knock us dead. Me and my fellow Venus says, Well, we think you're a couple of real cool dudes. Charity. It's BNS in 20 minutes or less. Venus head is like a 
like a badge of honor, and that's quite a dump truck she's got on her. Shauna's looking good in her old age. Well, I think we've heard about enough of the cops. In our opinion, you guys ought to stop, and maybe Beckler should take a break and go work out his legs. Less podcast. I got an ad targeted at me yesterday, Beckler, for a toaster that was $450. Whoa. Why, for a toaster? Why in the hell <laughs> does anybody need a $450 toaster? Here, be, they better like butter the toast if it's itself at that point. This is the biggest crock of hooey I've ever heard. Okay, I here's the description. Okay, enjoy many types of baked goods toasted to perfection. This toaster incorporates innovative features to deliver results like extra wide toast slots for bagels, self centering bread grides for even browning, seven different shade settings, allowing for precise control of toast color. Which guess what? Every other toaster does. <laughs> There is nothing in there that makes that different than every other toast. It's a lot, a lot of words to say you make toast. What, what was the brand? Wolf something. Uh, Wolf okay. Gourmet. That Why? makes sense because Wolf makes like really high end appliances. Okay, cool. Their their ovens are like fifteen thousand dollars. They may, and then I think they are also associated with Sub Zero fridges, and you can spend like thirty grand okay. on a fridge. And maybe you know those things. Some there's some kitchen appliances that I agree, you know, you, you spend a little more and you'll get some things yeah. that are different. No one can tell me that a toaster that is $450 <laughs> is any different than the $20 toaster I've had for 10 years. You know what I think it probably is and it's that Status? rich people just want it to match. Just stat- oh. They want it to match their other appliances would be my guess because you're right. There's no reason to spend that no. much money on a toaster. A toaster is one thing that I no one can convince me that if I spend any more, it's going to be any better. A toaster is a toaster is a toaster. And this one was a two-slicer. Not like it was 48 oh, slices, because that makes sense. If it was 40, if a toaster 48 at once, I'd be like, okay, that's a little, little more. <laughs> For expensive. an old folks' home or yes. a summer camp or something. Honestly, you just, like. Whack, you yes. hit that button and you're toasting, you're toasting six loaves they, of bread at once. They all pop at once, light a fire, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> oh, that'd be satisfying to watch, though. Oh, it would. Um. There's that other brand that makes toasters, then they're really cool looking. They look like they're from the Jetsons or something. Is it Smeg? Sure. Does that sound right? I don't even know. Smeg. I might be saying that Again, wrong. I will never venture for a toaster that's more expensive, okay? It's almost like a piece of decor at that point. All right. right. If it's a piece of art, then maybe, okay? If you can sell it because it's art, <laughs> different. It all toast bread the same way. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. Friend of the show, Patrick, sent us another voice memo. He has lots of these every time he comes across a term. He's like, where's this come from? Love so. the voice memo feature, too. Yeah, this is what Way he... Way to use it. Here it is. Oh. Hang on a second. Oh, oh, oh. I have a couple more etymology ideas for you if you want to take them. One is hash out. I often say to my clients, yes, let's have a Zoom call in three days and we'll hash out the perfect itinerary. You know, you eat hash browns. I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to see if you want to do it. So there you, you smoke go. hash sometimes too. You do. You smoke some hash. <laughs> uh, so hash out when we use it means you know kind of piecing together the details or coming up with a plan, right? So the word hash comes from the old French word hashé, 
which means to hack or chop into small pieces. Actually, an axe was also known as a hash. So there you go. So now you know why hash browns have their name, because they're small pieces of potato. Same with when you get like a smoked meat hash. It's small pieces of meat that are all kind of pieced together, right? Okay, and it goes back to French. It goes back to French. Hashé. And then from there, you know, why do we call a number sign a hashtag or a hash? And I was like, I wonder why that's the case as well. And hatching comes from the French hachure, another French origin. But uh, it's an artistic technique where you, you know, kind of use parallel lines to kind of slash and they tend to cross each other. And that's called hatching when you are doing artistic things. That's the artistic term. Uh, And when you look at hatching, if you Google it, it actually does kind of look like a hashtag. So people think that's where we started labeling that number sign, the hashtag, where that came to be. Really? Because it's funny because I only ever knew that as the pound symbol Mm. from like an old touchtone phone, you know? And then it wasn't until social media came around that I knew it as a a hashtag or a hash mark. And before that, it was a hash. And that was, yeah where that came from. So there you go. Nice use of the voice memo feature. Thank you. Had nothing to do with smoking hash either. So is is hat no. Hashish. Is Short it small hashish. little little pieces of anything? A little Well, yeah, I guess it's like so, like little Right? I think at least I think it's like Maybe little that's nuggets why. of of like potent. I don't actually don't even know what it is to be honest with you. I I have to be honest. <laughs> that's why so, I'm envisioning it and I'm like, well, if it's little pieces that makes sense. If it's not then nope, don't know where that comes from. Etymology. You know when you first go to YouTube and they have all those suggested videos for you on the front page? Yes. They say you should never click on one of those or the ones that appear on the sidebar when you're watching a video because then you begin to feed the algorithm Mm. and then they've got you. Mm. I mean, they already have us. uh, Yeah. They got us a long time ago. I was going to say, like, honest, but, too far gone now. But It was in that documentary, The Social Dilemma, where one of the guys talked about that, and he said, like, it pushes people deeper into right. kind of their already held beliefs, where it's like, oh, you like that? Well, here's a little bit more extreme version of that. What do you think of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, you like that? Well, let's go a little further. And it's like, I think it's one of the reasons, you know, some of our parents have gone deep like that, right? And the echo chamber, because yeah, yeah, because it just keeps serving you up what you want to see. And now you know, even like the way that it works on my kids, I've watched that, and it's scary too. But anyway, lately when I when I open up YouTube, I've been getting mostly videos about survival skills and off grid living, but the thumbnail is always a naked girl. Well, they've got you. They've got me, and like, damn it, if I don't click, uh huh, even though. I know what they're doing. I know they're exploiting me. Yep. And I still click. I'm going to open it up right now. Let's survival see. man. You are. Make a girl. Make yeah. a girl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's another one. Like, mm. they've, <laughs> they've got you. They've got you. It's funny because it's, mine is not actually, it, it's a bit skewed. It's because I use, I only use YouTube for work. So I'll like be Googling uh, things. Like pulling clips or. Stupid sound effects or something. So yeah. r- right now it says four hours of bird calls. <laughs> I am not a birder. I'm not interested in birding, but because at one point I needed to like find a, you know, sound effect of a bird. So but it just, you never click on anything that it throws at you? No. You never see something where it's like, oh, what's that? I don't. I don't know why. I Again, I guess I just don't use it. I mean, I don't know why I don't use it, to be honest. It's a bit strange, but at work I do. Anyway. It works because they show me the thumbnail of this of naked girl in the woods. And I'm like, why, gotcha. why is she naked? It doesn't even make sense. Like this is a wilderness survival video. Why are you naked? Why are you naked out well, there? Well, have you seen Survivor? Like, They're always naked. It will be dark soon. Clothing. I need shelter and to take my top off. Maybe her clothing's huh? full of ticks. Okay? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> needs to get rid of that. Or like, here's another one. Here's another video title that popped up recently. Jordan Peterson's advice for very attractive men. Oh my god! Like, just appealing your vanity yeah, now, exactly. too. Like, Come on, like serve it out. Well, serving. I am. And I didn't click on that one. That one didn't get me. Are you sure? Dr. Jordan P. Show me how I'm attractive. Explain to me. (laughs) You're just too (laughs) attractive. Beckler, you're just too attractive. Watch my video and learn my tips on how to handle being so attractive. (laughs) You had some Dr. Evil there. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going for Dr. Evil. I was going for Dr. Jordan Peterson. (laughs) Dr. Evil talking about how (laughs) handsome you are is good. Beckler, why can't you do my accent properly? Is that better? No. No, no. I was actually more Dr. Evil. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Today is my Friday, actually. Today is your Today Friday. I'm off tomorrow. I'm off. Off the, well, we got the holiday on Friday. Yep. Took two days. I only had to blow two vacation days to turn this into a two-day work week. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's great. It is great. Way to do it. Pop in for a couple days, have a few chats with you. Yep. And then duck back out. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend the two-day work week. Highly recommended. Yeah. But these capitalist pigs don't think that we're entitled to five days off a week. Can you believe that, Shauna? Uh, it's just crazy. Why not? It's crazy chat. Why aren't we entitled to five days off a we week? Should Why be. shouldn't I get paid exactly the same amount of money for two-fifths the work? Why not? Well, normally, you know, even if the four-day work week is thing, you'd extend your hours. So you could work like two 20-hour days, and then you'd be good. That's Oof. what firefighters do, really. Yeah. Right? They do 24-hour days, and then they get a bunch of time off. Man, I don't know if it would really work in this I don't think so. By hour. Can you imagine us on the air for 20 hours straight? By hour 19 or 20, things would be... Things would be... uh, You probably wouldn't want to listen to it. I was going to say, both not far in here and people would be smashing their radios, so... You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.